the critic and I are going to do something a little different. It's a shout out back to Why Watch That 1.0. <laughs> Where am I going? What are you talking about? You know what? <laughs> Here's the deal. So I was just fishing around on IG Instagram and one of my favorite accounts, Stay Macro, which is uh, Charles King's company. And Charles King's, if you don't know who Charles King is, he is a famous or was a famous agent who's repped a lot of amazing people. But he's basically responsible for Mudbound, which we saw at Sundance last year. Basically responsible for that movie and bringing it to the place where it was nominated for an Oscar. Hmm. So this guy here has a lot going on, a lot in the works, but Macro in general is hot, popping company. Well, they did something really interesting that I think that you listeners would like us to talk about. <laughs> <laughs> and I dragged the critic in, kicking and screaming. Now, if you don't know, you should get to know the fact that we don't just talk about TV on Why Watch That. We don't just talk really? about the latest movies. We do some throwbacks. Oh. You know, we got some, we have some roots. <laughs> if you don't know me by now. Oh, there he goes. So <laughs> basically on Instagram, they decided for Throwback Thursday to create a bracket. Like think of um, March Madness, right? Mm-hmm. And you pin all of the different teams together in basketball and mm-hmm. then you come up with the championship well they decided to do that with black movie <laughs> <laughs> well Classic. the nba playoffs are going on right, right now so that's right it's perfect so it's a perfect tie-in now these are classic black movies that both the critic and i we've seen all of these movies but the yeah trick, i think that's true yeah the <laughs> trick is no we have we have the trick is though they pin certain movies against one another and we've got to come up with a winner now we're mm. not going to do this whole thing you can go to um you just go to stay macro um their instagram account and you can take a look at it you have to scroll through a little bit because they did this a little while back yeah but but the bottom line is you can take this bracket test yourself among your friends of course we're going to shout it out on social media but right now we yeah. don't get down to the nitty-gritty who is going to be the winner Oh. <laughs> of this black classic playoffs. <laughs> yeah. And can I tell you, Raph, and then we'll move on. I already went through this with my brother. We came up with our winner. Oh, get out of here. You know what? I'm going to ask you what it is offline. <laughs> it was so much fun. This is so much fun. This is okay. so much. Okay, well, let's start. Let's start. Let's start. Okay, the first bracket, we have two movies that we would consider hood movies. You know what I'm saying? Oh. Straight hood. Oh. And 90s, of course, Boys in the Hood, literally mm. a hood movie, pinned against Minister Society. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> oh, Critic, I'm going to let you go first on that uh, one. You know, Minister Society, don't forget about Lawrence Tate. <laughs> you and Lawrence Tate. <laughs> <laughs> look, just, that's it. Now, look, this is a ridiculous movie, and I will say... <laughs> That was it, his uncle, whoever, when he's walking down those steps in that house, that is, <laughs> come on, y'all. This is unintentional comedy. So, you know, that's a reason to vote for Menace. Now, for Boys in the Hood. Come on now, come on now. 
Can I just say that no one has flicked a cigarette <laughs> you know. the way that Tyra Farrell flicks her cigarette in that movie. Oh my God. This is the mama you wish you never had, but you love her anyway. You love her anyway. <laughs> <laughs> She's going to fix a plate for, uh, you know, who? <laughs> across the street and see I'm doing things that no one would say when they think of boys in hood yes nobody but everybody will know this when Regina King announced to the world <laughs> forget 227 <laughs> exactly you'll never remember me for 227 ever I remember Ralph being in the movie theater going wait is that old girl from 227 <laughs> And of course, the kids, all of that. So Okay, who's your winner? Well, it has to be Boys in the Hood. I concur. Now listen, in Boys in the Hood, you've got every major black royalty up in this up mm -hmm. in this piece. I can you've Tina got, before. I can Tina. I can Tina before. You got the initial combo of Angela Bassett, Lawrence Fishburne. Lawrence yeah. Fishburne with those uh balls, uh just uh handling those stress balls. I don't even know what they're really called. <laughs> he is the quintessential black father in this movie. Yes, he is. Yes. You just really want him to be your black father. Not only that, you've got Cuba Gooding Jr. You got you got early Morris Chestnut. Just rips your seed, rips your heart out in one mm -hmm. scene. And then, Nia of Long. course, you've got Nia Long and your boy Ice mm. Cube bringing mm. it. Doughboy brought it. I'm mm. like, okay, he can act, he can act. Either they don't know. <laughs> Don't show. show. <laughs> or don't care what's going on in the hood. Boys in the Hood takes it for this one. Let's move on to the next bracket. We've got two other kind of hood movies. <laughs> Juice. Yes, oh. you heard me say it. Juice versus Belly. Boom. Critic, this is you again. Oh, well, look. Belly. Ooh. Now that music video director uh the one famous from the 90s he directed this this is his first directorial effort and he brought in a lot of people from hip-hop Nas, yeah, yeah hype williams mm -hmm. that's right um and i'll never forget watching this because it gave me a headache <laughs> so juice uh. juice we have tupac we have omar epps we have sam's from uh lean on me <laughs> Okay, and we got old boy, the other one, Khalil Khan. Yes. Mm -hmm. Now look, Kane. Mm -hmm. That's fine. They are, you know, there's this murder that happens eventually in the movie, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. And Omar Epps. Um, it, this is personal for me because at the time, my brother was about the same age as Omar Epps in high school, and Lord, he identified with Omar Epps. I mean, he thought he was Omar, Epps. <laughs> but. The main treat in Juice is Samuel L. Jackson. Oh, see, I thought you were gonna say Tupac. <laughs> no, Samuel L. Jackson. Oh, You've boy. got to see it just to see what in the world this man is doing <laughs> in the movie, talking about certain things I can't even say. Oh. Because we do want to be family friendly. <laughs> it is hilarious. And he messes up a character's name. Sam, it is Rodimus. That is his name, not Rodimus. Like, this is what I'm talking about. So obviously, Juice, it hands down is the winner. You know what? I'm have to go with Juice. Usually we don't agree on everything, but Juice is definitely the one. I remember sitting in the theater hmm. watching this, and I'm like, first of all, Tupac is scary. Like, he's, he's not yeah. just like, oh, okay. He's like, like lunatic 
weird, crazy, scary. I don't want to run into you in a dark alley. Got Queen Latifah popping up here, you know, yes. she's doing her acting thing. So I'm definitely going to co-sign on Juice over Belly. Belly, I've only seen once. Yep, just once. Mm. Juice, I've seen multiple times. And I might pop that sucker in. Now, this is how the brackets go. We gotta pin our winners against one another. So now we have Boys in the Hood, who mm. is a winner, and we have Juice, who's a winner. Mm. Now, what are we gonna do, Juice? versus Boys in the Hood. I will go first. Yes. As I forementioned, <laughs> you've got the okay, pre- Okay, Benjamin Franklin. <laughs> <laughs> you got Ike and Tina before they were Ike and Tina. Uh. You got African booty scratcher. <laughs> <laughs> and at the end of the day, as much as I enjoy Omar Epps, as much as I was frightened of Tupac, and as much as we enjoy, enjoyed Samuel L. Jackson, I have to go with John Singleton. Uh, Boys in the Hood. All day, up and down, hands down, not even a second thought. Ah, it's a little harder for me. Oh. Um, because Juice, while it is not a better movie than Boys in the Hood, I will watch it more often. <laughs> <laughs> it's ridiculous. And one of the In Vogue members was in that movie. See, she sure was. She was the love interest. Yeah. yeah. And this is also when Tupac went from dancing in videos to doing other things. So this was the, you check the history. Now, with all of that said, yeah, I have to go with Boys in the Hood. I knew it. <laughs> uh, yeah, I do. It, it's closer for me, though. It is closer. All right, moving on to the other section of the brackets and this mm. is where we'll sort of wean it down a little bit we've got two very difficult decisions to make one mm. it's i'm basically calling it the spike lee bracket do the <laughs> right thing oh versus mm. uh-oh you ready you ready no jungle fever oh, oh! Do the right thing versus Jungle Fever. I will go first since mm. I know you have a lot to say about uh, Spike Lee. Mm. I remember, I remember Kim Basinger at the Oscars get up and basically shunned the Academy for not nominating Do the Right Thing. Do the Right Thing was one of those when it dropped, and this mm. I'm showing my age at this point. When it dropped, I was a kid. But when it dropped, you were like, dang, I didn't know this particular New York. Mm -hmm. You know, you see New York in other fashions, but this Spike Lee's New York, Spike Lee's hometown, where you've got radio sort of uh, being the anchor of the movie, you've got, you've got Sam Jackson. <laughs> he's he's going to show up, too. Yeah. You've got John Turturro delivering. You've got just all the regulars coming in. Um, and it's a social commentary. That's nothing new for Spike Lee. But then you, he flips it and does Jungle Fever, which is also a show, social commentary. But now we're dealing with interracial relationships and what that means on both sides. And we're not talking about just a straight up white person and a black person. We're talking about Italians mm. and blacks. So you've got some of the same people showing up Queen Latifah's poking her head in, talking about she ain't gonna serve such and such as Sylvia's. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. <laughs> you got Holly Berry before she was Holly Berry playing a crack addict. You got Sam Jackson 
doing some of his best crack addict work. So, I mean, this is a tough one for me, but at the end of the day, when I think about what I'm gonna pop in over and over again, I do appreciate the weight and gravity of Do the Right Thing, but I'm gonna have to go with Jungle Fever. This, uh oh, oh, he cleared his throat. This is probably the, it's the toughest matchup for me ah. out of all of this. Uh, these are two of my three or four favorite Spike Lee movies. And yeah, yeah, two of the three top, I would have to say. Now, look, Do the Right Thing is just a sucker punch. Yeah, it is. In the gut. It's hot. You, you just feel like you're sweating. And Giancarlo Esposito with the shoes <laughs> and old, old, the white dude who moves in, the Larry Bird fan in Brooklyn. Yes. Like, see, these are, this is the stuff when, when Spike Lee is on, it, this is the specificity that we get. Yep. Even Danny Aiello as Sal and his yeah. son, like, just, yeah. like you said, John Turturro, all of them, Spike Lee, his sister, Rosie Perez doing that dance. Come on. At the, yeah. <laughs> Ooh, now I think, do I want to switch up? Uh-oh. <laughs> but Jungle Fever. Jungle Fever, and I think this may surprise people. Uh-oh. This is my favorite Spike Lee movie. I cannot believe that. I just, that shocks me every time you say it. And the reason is, I can watch it any moment in my life. <laughs> if it's on, I'm going to stop. I'm going to look. Ruby D and Ozzy Davis. Okay. The Reverend yeah. Doctor. And look, you talked about Halle Berry coming in doing the twitch. Right, and she had to fight for that role. She didn't shower for she days. Did, she didn't shower for a week. That's right, to get the role. Because Spike Lee was like, come on, Halle. <laughs> come on. <laughs> yeah, she really wanted that role. Of course, we have uh, Annabella Shiora and uh, Wesley Snipes. Wesley Snipes. The central relationship, right? I like Wesley and Spike together. I'm sorry, I do. Now, his wife... Now see, let me tell you, see this is where, you see you gotta really think about this stuff. You gotta think about this stuff. When she talks about Octoroot Quadroot, I mean, that is one of the greatest monologues in the history of cinema. Oh, get out of here. And that's L Lynette McKee, it is, because it's great. But none of this can compare to Samuel L. Jackson in his oh. greatest performance as Gator. Stop it. Stop. Watch it. I'm t when he says, Bob, I spoke to TV, there's nobody who doesn't believe it. <laughs> you believe that, not that he cashed it in and smoked it and smoked some, you know, crack. You believe that he actually smoked the TV. Charlie Murphy was in this. <laughs> <laughs> so, with Tim all of that. Robbins? Tim Robbins, that's right. And uh, Tyra Farrell shows up again in a completely different role, opposite from what she had in Boys in the Hood. Yeah. So oh, I have man. to go with Jungle Fever. Yeah. Jungle Fever. And the soundtrack alone. Jungle Come on. Fever. Well, we also do the right thing. Soundtrack. Yeah, that's a, yeah, public, public enemy. enemy. Oh, yeah. Dang, it's so hard. So at this point, we have Jungle Fever taking it wow. over do the right thing never thought i would say that but we just <laughs> we just said that on air and you know what the thing about it is debate us
Oh, dear listeners, we have a wonderful opportunity for you. Yes. <laughs> is this a giveaway? This is a giveaway. Guess what? What? We are giving away at Why Watch That three, and I repeat, three copies of a pretty awesome combo. Are you ready? I know what it is. Gladiator and... Braveheart. What? Two of our favorite movies. We love those movies here at Why Watch That. You have a chance to win one of three copies of a Gladiator Braveheart combo. Now, what's in this combo, Hmm. Critic? Well, first of all, it's Blu-ray. Ooh. Okay. And each movie is three discs of full of a 4K Ultra HD Blu-ray with a digital Dang. copy. Oh so one for Gladiator, one for Braveheart. And look, you get all kinds of special features. Of course, look, this is Blu-ray. You know you're going to get a commentary. You know you're going to get certain missing scenes or whatever else they do. And you yes. get the movie itself. I mean, really, look, it's available too on May 15th. So if you don't get the giveaway. (laughs) (laughs) I'm just saying. Now listen, you can go to our website, whywatchthat.com slash giveaways, or you can just go straight to Why Watch That and fish around because we've got some awesome things on the site. And we're going to announce the winners June 1st. So you don't have that much time. What we suggest you do is to go to our website. You can enter that way, but there are other ways. You can subscribe to our, um, you can, you can subscribe to our show. You can shout us out on uh, social media. Lots of ways to enter, but we encourage you to do it now. Now let's go old school. I mean, this is going way back. Yeah. We've got, Two black exploitation movies. <laughs> Foxy Brown, Pam Greer, versus, of course, Shaft. Shaft, watch your mouth. <laughs> We've got Foxy Brown versus Shaft. Now, I'm not going to lie to you, listeners. It's been a grip since I've seen the originals. <laughs> Because they've had to reboot. Look at you, it's been a grip. Look at this. (laughs) (laughs) It's been a little bit since I've seen Foxy Brown and Shaft. Because there are, are, you know, the the reboots that have been Mm -hmm. in the works. But they both made an impression on me. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not going to say what kind of impression. (laughs) But... It most certainly did make an impression. I have to really, to me, this is not, I don't really have to dig deep. I appreciate Pam Greer and everything she's done. She is an icon. She means so much to that era and to, you know, being a black woman to carry her own movie. But at the end of the day, Gordon Parks (laughs) directed (laughs) Shaft. <laughs> yes. And you've got Richard Roundtree in some of his best work. <laughs> <laughs> Moses Gunn? Come on. That <laughs> Moses Gunn. You know, he was in um, The Never Ending Story. <laughs> yes, he was. <laughs> How you get him, Moses? <laughs> uh, at the end of the day, I'm going with Shaft. I have to agree. What? I mean, look, just the soundtrack alone and 
This is one of the seminal films in black exploitation uh, that led to a Foxy Brown. No, um, it's true. Now, look, everybody, just historically, <laughs> with black exploitation, this is a time when, yeah, black people are out celebrating blackness. Yes. So that's what this is about. I mean, look, Shaft came out in 71, and the song, Be Real Black For Me, by Roberta Flack and Dottie Hathaway came out a year later. Now, I'm saying that because I recently listened to this song. It is hilarious now. But it reminds you what was going on at the time. Yeah. yeah. When they talk about loving black skin and all of the kinds of stuff, literally. (laughs) So, look, find that song. Okay, if you have Apple Music or something, you can just play it. Just listen to that because it's hilarious. But, again, it reminds us of where we've come from. So yeah. Shaft gets the win. Shaft gets the wins. Now, this is what we do. We pin the winners against one another. We've got Shaft up against Jungle Fever. Yeah. Now, I'm going to go first because this yes. is going to – even though you have all that history with Shaft, I mean, Shaft is – listen, either way, Sam Jackson wins. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Shut your mouth. That's right. Shaft is uh, was rebooted. Of course, you had uh, Sam Jackson in it, and he's coming back. And you know who else was in there? Who? In that reboot? Jeffrey Wright. <gasps> yes, he was. No. And that's before anybody knew who he was in Get the film. Get out of here. Get he out was of the, here. He was the villain. <gasps> he sure was. Yes. <laughs> and see, this is why I got to talk to my brother, because he remembers stuff like this. Yes, he was. Oh, yeah, but you still don't get it. At the end of the day, I'm going with Jungle Fever. You have to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, so here's the tough part. Mm. And we'll end this segment with this. And we'll do other segments of this. This is so much fun. It is. We have Jungle Fever, who is killing it. Mm-hmm. But we got to pin Jungle Fever up against boys in the hood. <laughs> <laughs> now, I'm going to go first. Right. <clears throat> oh, this is tough. This one's really difficult. Mm. Because I have strong, I have a strong reaction to both of them. Mm-hmm. I also have strong nostalgia. There's this, the nostalgia. I remember in the movie theater where exactly I was when I watched Boys in the Hood. Yeah, I remember that moment. And again, if you haven't seen it, there is a moment in the movie that shifts everything. Um, it is a tragedy yeah. and I remember crying in the theater I remember it wasn't my first love scene that I had seen mm-hmm. but I was like oh, oh she gonna comfort she gonna comfort Cuba Gooding Jr so all yeah. you gotta do is have a best friend go through something and you-, <laughs> you better believe it <laughs> wait a minute shut up <laughs> look if there's ever a time to do it <laughs> just so many things and again like you said the big one for me regina king coming mm. out and yeah. being like yo i got chops because you know you watch 227 you're like okay all right <laughs> um and then i have to top it off with what a performance by literally at the time he was weaning off of being probably a part of one of the greatest gangster rap like specifically gangster rap um, uh, groups of all time. There's, mm-hmm. there's been no other 
rap group that has ever topped that. And you never would have thought Ice Cube would be able to deliver the kind of performance that he did deliver, mm -hmm. which was, if you look back on it, it was good for, you know, someone with no experience. Yeah. I love Jungle Fever. I, w I have to watch it again to love it again and again. Mm -hmm. I have to give this one to Boys in the Hood. Mm. <clears throat> well, you know where I'm going. I know, I already know where you're going. Jungle Fever, it's not even a question in my mind. Oh, wow. And here's one other way to think of it. <clears throat> There's so many hidden gems in Jungle Fever. Like, Boys in the Hood is straightforward, you got it. He's showing their past, he's showing their present, and so on. We got it, we, we travel, we grow up with them, and we have the tragedy. Jungle Fever, you never know what's coming next. <laughs> you don't know who's gonna say what, what they're gonna reference. It's just, it, as a, if you're re-watching it, because a lot of this is, that's what the standard is, as we're saying here, Ref. If we're talking about who's going to win, it's not just the immediate impact, as you said, of a boys in the hood, but also a re-watch impact. And I just can't think of a better movie to watch over and over again than Jungle Fever. <laughs> <laughs> you know what, Dark Heart? Uh, well, there you go. There you have it. We've got, uh, we've got two big huge movies that really shifted our culture shifted the way we thought and just absolutely shifted our lives i mean literally yeah we just went down memory lane <laughs> so if you want to stay or if you want to check out um their instagram account you can go to stay uh macro and check it out or you can go to our um why watch that ig account and we'll put up some things but this is just fun to do to go down memory lane and i tell you what this ain't the end of the black classic movie playoffs so watch your mouth <laughs> <laughs>